Hello and welcome to another episode of The Long Finish. I'm your host, Tug Coker, and I'm here as always with my wife and co-host, Catherine Weil Coker. How you doing tonight, Catherine? I'm so good. How are you? Really good, Catherine. Great to be here with you. Great to be here. Saturday night for us of our Thanksgiving break. Kicking it. Kicking it. It's been a fun one. It's episode 126 of The Long Finish. It's a rare chance for us to kind of, I don't know, sit back, relax, and then we have tomorrow another day to enjoy the weekend before we head back into the crush of the holiday season, and that's what we're talking about tonight. It's episode 126 of The Long Finish. 126, getting ready for the holidays. And we're getting ready for the holidays. We've got a run of episodes coming up where we want to talk about all the things that you need to be drinking for this holiday season, and tonight we're talking about something that you can bring to these holiday parties that's delicious, affordable, fun. What is it, Catherine? This is Larchetipo, that's the producer. It's the Susumante Rosato Brute. It's from Salento in Puglia, Italy. And this is vintage 2021. I would also say like quirky. You know, you're bringing sparkling wine. This is sparkling rosé to a party, a pet nut something totally different. But when you pop it open and you pour it in a glass, it is so tasty. Anyone's going to just slurp it up. So that's what we're talking about tonight. How can you, you know, bring something fun that doesn't break the bank that you want to enjoy? And I don't know, just in case your friends don't open it, you trust that they can enjoy it if you're not there too. What's the policy on that? If you go to a party and you bring something that you want to enjoy and it doesn't get opened during the party, do you leave it? Do you take it? No, you leave it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm just trying to imp- read like between the lines for you. Like a horrified face. I can see this SNL skit of like the horrified face of the the host at the guy who's sneaking into the fridge to get the thing he brought to take it away. I'm just asking the questions, you know. What, yeah, you know. well, I don't Dear Abby over here. I I I, th- I think it depends on the party. Depends on the host, you know. I mean, most of the time I feel like I'm bringing something to share that's I'm not like, no, I plan on drinking some of this, so, you know, I'm going to take it home. That's why I think this is a great bottle of wine for that, because it's affordable, it's fun, delicious, festive, and quirky. Yeah. Is there an acronym in there? I don't know. Fun. uh, Fun, affordable. It's it's fun, affordable. Delicious. Delicious. D, something in quirky. (laughs) Fatic. Fatic. It's a, a fatic. Hey, we've started a trend it's a fatic here. Fatic tonight. We've started here a trend on the long finish. Fatic. I, I feel like those fatic look- and go. <laughs> it's just it's just catchy. It's buzzy. It's catchy. That's gonna be sweeping the wine world. That's what I'm we're sure. right on our menu. 100%. Fatic and go. <laughs> Getting loopy here on Saturday night. It's been a long week. Fun week. But fun. It's, it's like it's we're on vacation. Uh, you know, uh, we are both home but i haven't even had a chance really to catch up with my parents to call my extended family i mean it's just been ah from dusk till dawn no dawn till dusk both and now you're up, you're up all night <laughs> it's just nutty these kids are rugged running me ragged we cooked for thanksgiving we had some as we mentioned last episode some some longtime friends some other friends popped up from UVA, my alma mater, to show up. Carter Trout, Lindsay Trout. 
and family showed up. That was a blast. I mean, I did panic a little bit because I really didn't have a recipe for the turkey I was making. So our chef, Esther's Shana, the night before told me that her dad made a bacon-wrapped turkey. So that's what I did. And I just kind of, I don't know, I just I just basically just kitchen sink this turkey. I threw lemons and limes, a bunch limes? of herbs. Well, you know, around the turkey. I've not heard of throwing limes around a turkey. Well, I did. Well, it was good. I, I told you I kitchen synced it. I don't yeah. know what I was doing. I was just like <laughs> yeah. sort of. I just this was such. There was such an eleventh hour thing that I just threw everything in there, and it came out great. It I did. Was it was delicious. So thank you for that tip, Shana. Lemons, uh, limes, and bacon. Onion. Oh yeah, herbs. herbs a bunch of sage, herbs. rosemary, thyme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, dry rub of brown sugar and salt. Somehow it all came together. I mean, it makes no it sense. It tasted listen, good. You really went for it. Listen, when you create fatic, um, you know, you're just going to be making things up around here and uh, retire now. I'm fatic. glad that none of our guests were sick. Um, yes. It was, that we know of. Yeah. They haven't told us if they were. Very good time, though. All the food came out deliciously. We're still eating the leftovers. Probably last night for you tonight. I'll probably eat it into mid next week. Um, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sure we've said this on many podcasts over the holidays. LA is great during the holidays because everyone leaves town. It's easy for you to get around. It's easy for you to get a reservation. It's easy for you to get something that you, you know, a haircut or something you've always wanted to do. LA is beautiful during the holidays. Yeah, you can see the blue sky. It's not brown. It was like, Come I can't. I'm not. Don't do I'm that. Just, it's true. Don't do that. We have warm, beautiful weather, but we have a brown sky. Agree to disagree. I saw the mountains today, too. Well, they're not far. Oh, you're talking about the east uh, to the east. Yeah, I saw the mountains because it was clear. That's one of the great things about the wintertime in Los Angeles. If you're driving east on the 10 and and there's been a rain, you can really see the snow-capped mountains in the distance. It's really beautiful. LA is awesome. LA is a great city. It's super beautiful. And it's really beautiful when 75% of the people leave. That's that's an important point. Yeah. That is important. Tomorrow, we're getting some family pictures done. Mm. Getting a Christmas tree. Yep. So, staying on task. Because at Esther's, you know, we're, we're getting to the very busy season. One of the busiest times of the year for us as a person who's running the events. And happily, and really enjoying running the events program at Esther's. Currently, we're going to have a very busy event season. Excited to invite so many people into Esther's for their holiday parties. But it's going to be a lot of work. We'll still be around to push out some more podcasts to the end of the year because we want you drinking great things for your holiday parties. And let's start with one tonight. Yeah. Let's- I mean, this is just delicious. So this is Larketipo. It's the Susumante Rosato Brut from Salento in Puglia, vintage 2021. Anyone coming to these holiday parties at Esther's will have this wine. Absolutely. It's a fun one. You don't know exactly what's in it because, first of all, it's a dark bottle. It has a champagne cork, so we know it's bubbly in some way. But just by looking at the label, there's a lot of kind of tricky things about this. Larketipo is the name of the producer, and I'll tell you more about that in a second. But it's a wonderful family farm in Puglia that's doing such amazing things with wine and farming. Just five stars for them. But susumante isn't really a word. It's just the name of this wine, but it's a combination of two words, susumanello, which is the name of the grape variety, totally rare, native to Puglia, and 
spumante, which you see all over Italy, which means sparkling. You see it with Asti, spumante, or other times you'll see spumante. It just means sparkling. So this is susumaniello and spumante together makes susumante. Rosato, rosé, brute, dry. Okay, so we know a few things. Then on the back, it says ancestral method, which is the same as petiant naturel. So the original method of making sparkling wine where you just allow fermentation to begin, then put the wine in the bottle and put the cork on and the wine just goes through one fermentation, finishing in the bottle. That's it. It's like a mystery wine. So it's got a lot of fun stuff. Yeah. The fun stuff continues with the color of the wine once you open it. It's a rosé. It's a dark rosé. It almost looks like a red wine. It's right on the verge. We'll show a picture on our Instagram just to show you. I took one in my glass just to show you the the darkness of the hue of the rosé. It's on the skins for 36 hours. That's a long time by any count for a rosé. I've been saying for the last couple of years, dark rosés are making a comeback, and they really are. Sometimes I've seen it on menus where they will even list rosé and then rosato or rosato as a section, which is kind of fun. Rosé being the more typical, the lighter that you expect, and rosato being darker. It doesn't mean sweet, and it doesn't always mean savory serious. This, to me, is not savory. This wine is bursting with cherry and watermelon. It's a little bit floral, but it's it's fruity, but it's dry. Very little residual sugar here. Lots of acid. It's punchy. It feels like a punch, almost, like a dry fruit punch, in a way. With soft bubbles, they're not aggressive. It just will wash down. Larchetipo is a wine that uh, a producer that I discovered really just before the pandemic. I think it was like, might have been February 2020 or something like that. The distributor Nomadic, who brings them in here, had just gotten them in stock and was excited for me to taste them because she was like, these are regeneratively farmed. They're from Italy. But in Italy, it's not called regenerative farming. It's called synergistic farming. The synergies are all, no, 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 synergistic. (laughs) (laughs) It's synergistic. Anyway, so I tried them. I tried a lot. They make a bunch of different wines. I thought they were all fantastic, all at fantastic prices. They're a winery in Puglia, and they're in the province of Bari, So it's Upper Salento, and it's on the border of Basilicata in the province of Bari. But let's just take Puglia for a second here. You know Italy's a boot, so this is the heel of the boot. This is about halfway up that heel. This Bari is the capital of this province. That that little city, Bari, is on the sea. This is more inland in Upper Salento. That's the area closer to Basilicata, which is another state. It's a big farm. And Francisco Valentino di Benedetto inherited this from his father, but he took it way further. He studied agriculture and he converted the whole estate to biodynamics in 2000. But then he was like, this isn't quite enough. I don't think we're doing enough. So he was studying Masanobo Fukuoka, who we've talked about before on the podcast, who's the farmer philosopher farmer philosopher who is really the father of natural farming today. The ideas of regenerative farming, synergistic farming, 
come from this philosopher. At least he's the one who's written them down, who people are referring to and reading from. Yes, because you have to attribute it to indigenous cultures for hundreds and thousands yes, of years. Yes, absolutely. Masanobu Fukuoka is just a Japanese man who was a farmer who had the instinct to Put pen to paper. document yeah. everything and was really, from what I've read of him, quite isolated in his in his work but he had to be influenced by locals and his heritage so it's not and and this isn't just something that would have existed in Japan this must have existed in many different areas but the point is we're getting back to it people are starting to know the word regenerative and now synergistic and get excited about it and i've been blowing this horn since 2020 at esters and so I'm pumped that there are more and more producers to showcase, especially producers like Larketipo that, you know, I can pour, I've poured something from them by the glass so many months over the last three years because I can. They have a great Litroto Rosso. That's a good red blend. A Fiano. This is the sparkling. They have a really wonderful Maresco. That's an orange wine, like just a whole host of different wines. Yeah, that leader. Is delicious. It's great. Fantastic. And the cool thing about, so Francesco runs this with his, with his wife and his four children. His wife is Anna Maria, and then he has three sons, Carlo, Domenico, and Andrea, and a daughter named Maria. And they do this all together. They grow the wine and ancient grains as well. It's a full farm. But there's a wonderful video online. I'll try and find it, see if I can post it, where you see him Francesco Valentino walking through the vineyards, talking about the vines and holding the soil in his hands. I mean, it's almost like mud. It's so rich in life. And this is Puglia, one of the warmest areas in southern Italy. You think of dry and 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 the, these vines are just so rich in the, in the nutrients that this soil holds. It's incredible. So Susumaniello is as I mentioned, a native grape of Puglia. But Francesco Valentino is growing it as part of a research project with the University of Bari to salvage heritage grapes in Puglia. And a bunch of other wines that he, uh, grapes that he grows are in that same vein. But then there's also, he also has Primitivo, he has Multipucciano, Fiano, lots of grapes that we recognize from other parts of Italy, he's growing those as well. So it's a nice combination of familiar and some more local and esoteric seeming grapes as well, but all approachable. I mean, that's the point. Like if you brought this to a party, you don't really need to say any of that. Just that this is a fun pet nat from Southern Italy from a farmer who's changing the game and sequestering carbon. Pop it, look at it, drink it, enjoy it. Pretty simple. That's it. So I talked to Catherine off air about a strategy for the next couple of weeks for holidays. And we said, let's do an affordable, sparkling wine that's delicious and great for parties. Let's do a nice red wine that people can have with these meals that are coming up for the holiday season. And let's do a big sparkler and then we'll see if we can do anything else. But there's some options for you. But why why, why did you gravitate towards this particular wine? What is it about this wine and winemaker? Obviously, you, you shared your passion for a long time. But any other special secrets we need to know about this wine? Or is it what, what, what speaks to you about it? I mean, when I go to a party, I want to bring something 
first of all, people are looking at me to be like, she better not be bringing Prosecco. You know, like I got to pick something. So this is in the affordable range and checks the box of something that has a great story that is delicious and isn't too expensive. But that's what I was looking for. I agree. So let's talk about food pairings for this wine. Obviously, we're thinking about party fair to go with this wine, but any other um, ideas? I mean, it's really dry. You know, it's deceptive because you look at that color, you think, even though no matter how many times we say it, that the darker pink isn't going to be sweeter. It looks like, ooh, I bet that has a little sweetness to it. I 100% agree with this comment. Yeah, and you're like, oh, maybe I'll have that with the uh, yams or I'm going to have that with something a little sweet. No, that's not the choice for this wine. It looks different than it tastes. So I go for salty. This is your salt and vinegar chips. This is the olives and brine. This is the hard cheese. These are that the salty almonds in the dish, corn nuts. These are all the salty snacks at the party to me. Or salami and cheese plate. Great with that salty charcuterie, hard cheeses. I, I feel like this would be excellent. We're on its own. That's fine too. That's what we're doing right now. Uh, where can listeners find this wine or, and if not able to find this wine, something that would be a nice affordable comp at their local wine store? Well, I was actually surprised to find it in quite a few wine shops when I looked it up. I googled Susumaniello just to see, okay, what are there any other wines that are made from this that I've heard of? And uh, no, nothing else came up except this wine in a bunch of different stores stores all over the country. So that's really exciting that Larchetipo is getting out there. Other little small wine, all small wine shops for the most part, but in on the East Coast, um, some in Texas and some in California. We'll post a picture of the wine, place it on our Instagram like we do each and every week. Be sure to follow us at The Long Finish on Instagram. This wine's delicious, and I agree exactly with what you're saying about, like, you think this wine is going to be a hit of sweetness on it. It's not, so yeah, go salty. Take it to um, see Trolls Band Together, like we did this past uh, weekend. Ooh, yeah. Get some popcorn, <laughs> sneak it in. <laughs> did you ever sneak in beer or wine into a movie theater? No, because th- that would, like, I just want to watch the movie. I agree. I think when I was younger, I went and saw a, a movie, and I brought in some beer with people and um the, i dropped it was a bottle and the, bo- I, the bottle dropped and r- it rolled down the entire movie theater oh which was gosh. like a wasn't carpeted at the time it was like ding 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 forget what movie that was i'll think about it so don't do that but when you rent it um get the popcorn ready have the wine with this any other last thoughts on this wine or thanksgiving or start of the holiday season for you, Catherine, are you excited about hearing? We've been hearing the holiday songs that we talked about last episode all month. Any uh, special thoughts as we ramp up or say goodbye say goodbye to Thanksgiving and start the holiday season? Uh, no, I don't know. It's been a fun one. I, I, uh, I'm happy the strikes are over, you know? And, well, we'll see. And, now, the strikes oh, are technically oh. over, but there is some debates about oh. the, 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 whether to ratify the SAG contract so i do think it will get ratified there's a lot of debate a lot of healthy uh discussion everyone is grateful for the hard work the negotiating committee has done for the sag union but um there's a a vote coming up on december 5th there's a lot of healthy interchange and exchange between members and so 
We'll see how it goes. I'm, I, I think it will ratify. And then we'll get back into the swing of things, hopefully, in 2024. It's hard to say that, 2024. Geez, it's a new business out there in the entertainment world because there's a lot of contraction, not as, things, many, not as many things being made as there were in the past couple of years. So it's a new business landscape, but I know that everyone's excited to go back to work. So that's, that's a positive. As for us, we've got a lot of parties coming up. Chance we got to, a lot of parties coming up. Chance we got to get ready. Chance to have fun, celebrate life. One other shout out, Catherine has a piano recital coming up. She's Don't very tell nervous about anyone. Oh. Stop oh. talking about it. I'm going to post the pictures on no. the long finish. Oh, I'm so nervous. <laughs> well, just have a sip of this wine before you go on stage. It'll be great. All right, let's get to the last portion of the evening, which is what has been inspiring us this week. I will go first. One of the fun things about this week is that we did host Thanksgiving dinner, as I mentioned, and it was a chance for me to dig into my crate of vinyl collections to play music for our guests. Played a bunch of music throughout the Thanksgiving night, and uh, last night I was playing some more music for us, and I, I dug out an album I haven't I played maybe in the last year, but it, it means a lot to me. It's, it's, it's a Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young album, Deja Vu. And what I like about this album is it's actually the uh, original album uh, pressing. And I have a note from where I bought it, which says um, it's clean vinyl, original textured, gatafold. Gatafold means you can open it up and it has pictures on the inside, wow, which is kind of cool. that's beautiful. That's yeah. really cool. And some people might call it gatefold, but I believe it's pronounced gatafold. Correct me if I'm wrong. And, and this album is just insanely good. Um, so this is so good. We listened to that. That was great. I'm thinking about this now. This side a is teach your children almost cut my hair helpless by Neil Young, which is one of the all time great songs of all time. The, uh, Woodstock, uh, the cover of Joni Mitchell, our house, four and 20 country girl. And, And it goes on and on. I mean, just an amazing, amazing album. And that's sort of representation of what I enjoyed playing on Thursday and Friday night. Just a chance to get to dig back into vinyl. And I will say this, to fold this back into what we talked about with the SAG strike, there is a common fear now where tangible, physical representations of entertainment are being taken away. It's harder to find DVDs these days. Books are going away. It's becoming more and more difficult to find the the actual physical artifact of something. And if you have it, you hold on to it, especially if you're, if you're the creator of something. You've got to hold on to that thing. A lot of times we're playing music on Apple Music or Spotify or whatever. So to actually touch and be able to hold that, and it's my goal to pass this on to my kids sometime down the road, that's pretty cool. So it's inspiring to me, and now, now my kids know what a record player is and, 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 and vinyl and hope to grow that collection. That's a hint, hint for you, Catherine, as an opportunity for some Christmas gifts coming up. So mm-hmm. anyway... That's my inspiration of the week, just to go back and play some music and, and play it you know, from cover to cover. I think I've talked about this before, probably on the show, but um, I used to have like 10,000 CDs, I mean thousands of CDs, and I would buy... No, they're in the garage, okay. babe. And I would buy CDs because I liked one song. But CDs, you didn't have to get up and physically change the album, flip it over. It's much more physical listening with a record. So now I just try to buy albums that I'm into from start to finish i gotta love it from start to finish if i don't love every song i don't buy it so it's great 
what a great opportunity for me to get back into the crates and play some vinyl this week. It was super fun. I uh, hope everyone that was here enjoyed it. And that's my inspiration of the week. Catherine, what do you have? I do like that idea of active listening. You know, I'm putting on a record. I You can't be passive about it. You know all the songs, the order, and then you have to get up and move it and change it. When there's a pause, you're like, oh, I better get over there. Flip it over. So It just doesn't keep rolling into something else. Well, I love the artifacts too. As you know, I am a big bookworm. And although I have figured out uh, how to use your ancient Kindle, uh, most of the time I am... The re- ancient Kindle. <laughs> most of the time I'm reading uh, a big old book. But this week I'm making a departure. For those of you who have been listening recently, you know my recent excitement with uh, bus travel, train travel. Uh-huh. And my dear friend sent me... The Instagram handle for Indies Public Transit, the Indigo Bus in Indianapolis, Indiana. And let me tell you, it is really a joy to look at this Instagram. Now, I'm not on Instagram very much, and I do run the long finish account. And so sometimes, you know, you guys write messages to me, and I don't see them till way later because I'm not on here very much. But Let me tell you, this is a reason to get on Instagram to see the sexiest bus alive 2024, People Magazine. It's And the the text says, just call us the Patrick Dempsey of buses. This is a hot, hot bus. If a bus, if a bus wore pants, how would it wear the pants? I I love, I, there's, (laughs) just look at this now. Have you you said the handle yet? (laughs) The handle is... Indigo bus, I N D Y G O bus. I, I really get a kick out of this thing. Some of, then some are more serious, you know, like um, you know stuff stuff that they're doing. But they just have whoever runs this has a great time. They've got a bus flying into the ether here. Um, I mean, it, it's really a lot of fun. I I would love to be part of this team. Whoever works here is is just they're living life. Well, you're living life. I mean, are you, are, you, are you high right now? No, I just like taking the bus. <laughs> just talking about an Instagram bus account. <laughs> I mean. So we're doing here on Saturday hey, night here. This is bringing me joy. <laughs> I took my ki- I took the kids, the uh, big kids, to the Natural History Museum last week because they had the day off school. The big kids had the day off school Wednesday, but the little guy didn't. So we rode the train down there. That's half the fun is the journey getting there and that's what it is you know when you're on the bus you're enjoying the journey you're not just like ah i gotta get there for me at least 100 all right that's it that's it for episode 126 of the long finish episode 126 is in the books thank you to everyone for continuing to listen to the show if you have a chance to rate review and subscribe to the show that would mean a lot to us that would be a great holiday gift for us. Catherine, where can they find you and The Long Finish on social media? When I'm there, you can find me at Catherine Wild Coker and uh, The Long Finish is at The Long Finish. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Tug Coker. We will be back with more episodes, as I said, coming up in December, so stay tuned for that. It should be a fun run to the end of the year. Until then, have a great week. Be happy, be healthy, and happy drinking. Ciao.